Welcome to Catholicism is Cool with Mary. Okay, today I I was inspired to go into the Bible based on what the reading was at Mass. And it was interesting because yesterday I happened to be just, I want to go through the Gospels. And I started with Mark. And then I thought, you know what, I'm going to start at the beginning. So I started reading Matthew. Well, I get to Mass this morning and the exact part of the verse I was reading with Matthew yesterday was the reading for today. So that was um, about the Our Father, how we pray the Our Father, and how Matthew, well, then I started learning, Matthew has a more detailed version of the Our Father, and Luke has also the version of the Our Father that is shorter and possibly what Jesus literally like said, and then it was embellished a little bit later. So with that said, that's the background of why I'm doing this. Um, in the readings for, let's see, we're doing two Corinthians. So St. Paul, a second letter from St. Paul to the Corinthians. And I thought, well, what's the background on the Corinthians? So I'm just going to read um, 1 Corinthians. So this is the first letter to the Corinthians from Paul. So I'm going to read this and hopefully, I, I can't go through the whole thing, but you'll get the gist. And then I'm going to jump over to the second letter from St. Paul to the Corinthians and read about why he wrote that letter. Okay, so Paul's first letter to the church of Corinth provides us with a fuller insight into the life of an early Christian community of the first generation than any other book of the New Testament. Through it, we can glimpse both the strengths and the weaknesses of this small group in a great city of the ancient world, men and women who had accepted the good news of Christ and were now trying to realize in their lives the impl implications of their baptism. So I'm interjecting here now. Um, Jesus had John baptize him in the River Jordan. So if we go to anything, if we want to protect ourselves from anything, repeat your baptiz baptismal promise, and I'll get to that in a minute. Okay, so Paul, who had founded the community and continued to look after it as a father, responds both to questions addressed to him and to situations of which he had been informed. In doing so, he reveals much about himself his teaching, and the way in which he conducted his work of apostleship. Some things are puzzling because we have the correspondence only in one direction. Okay, interjection. So he wrote the letter to the Corinthians and for us to learn, but they didn't respond back that we have in the Bible. Okay, for the person studying this letter, it seems to raise as many questions as it answers. But without it, our knowledge of church life in the middle of the first century would be much poorer. I'm just going to read a little, like one or two sentences more. Paul established a Christian community in Corinth about on his second missionary journey. The city, a commercial crossroads, was a melting pot full of devotees of various pagan cults and marked by a measure of moral depravity not unusual in a great seaport. 
So you know that Paul wrote the letters to the Corinthians, and he also um, wrote a lot of the Acts of the Apostles. So now I'm going to jump over to the second letter from St. Paul to the Corinthians. And they do a little introduction like I just read from the first letter. Okay. The second letter to the Corinthians is the most personal of all Paul's extant writings, and it reveals much about his character. In it, he deals with one or more crises that have arisen in the Corinthian church. The confrontation with these problems caused him to reflect deeply on his relationship with the community and to speak about it frankly. One moment, he is venting his feelings of frustration and uncertainty. The next, he is pouring out his relief and affection. The importance of the issues at stake between them calls forth from him an enormous effort of personal persuasion as well as doctrinal considerations that are of great value for us. Paul's ability to produce... That's interesting word. Oh, sorry. Paul's ability to produce profound theological foundations for what may at first sight be appear to be rather commonplace, circumstances is perhaps nowhere better exemplified in 2 Corinthians. The emotional tone of the letter, its lack of order, and our ignorance of some of its background do not make it easy to follow, but it amply repays the effort required by the reader. And 2 Corinthians is rich and varied in content. Okay, so now if I go to um, the reading, they take um, part of it. They don't take the whole... I don't know why the Catholic Church does this. I'm sure they have their logic. So, for instance, tomorrow's reading is focusing on chapter 11, 18 through 30. But I'm going to start at chap, uh, chapter 11, 16, and go to 30, because it encompasses the whole idea. And this one is called, and I'm in the New American Bible, Paul's boast, colon, his labors. So this is Paul speaking. Um, so... Let's get going, because it's talking about how he's taking a spin on boasting. Okay, I repeat, no one should consider me foolish, but if you do, accept me as a fool, so that I too may boast a little. What I am saying, I am not saying according to the Lord, but as in foolishness, in this boastful state. Okay, so the church, the reading at the Mass starts here at 18. Since many boast according to the flesh, I too will boast. For you gladly put up with the fools, since you are wise yourselves. For you put up with it if someone enslaves you, or devours you, or gets the better of you, or puts on airs, or slaps you in the face. To my shame, I say that we were too weak. But what anyone dares to boast of, I am speaking in foolishness, I also dare. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they descendants of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? Parenthetically, I'm talking like an insane person. I am still more with far greater labors, far more imprisonments, 
far worse beatings, and numerous brushes with death. Five times at the hands of the Jews, I received 40 lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. I passed a night and a day on the deep, on frequent journeys in dangers from rivers, dangers from robbers, dangers from my own race, dangers from Gentiles, dangers in the city, dangers in the wilderness, dangers at sea, dangers among false brothers, in toll and hardship, through many sleepless nights, through hunger and thirst, through frequent fastings, through cold and exposure. And apart from these things, there is the daily pressure upon me of my anxiety for all the churches. Who is weak, and I am not weak? Who is led to sin, and I am not indignant? Okay, so that's where he ends Paul's boast, his labors. And then the next one is Paul's boast, his weakness. And that is 30, chapter 11, verse 30 through 33. And it's short, so I'll read it. If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. The God and Father of the Lord Jesus knows, he who is blessed forever, that I do not lie. At Damascus, the governor under King Aretas guarded the city of Damascus in order to seize me. But I was lowered in a basket through a window in the wall and escaped his hands. So I guess my point about all this is if you're looking at, or if you're going to Mass, or you're looking at the readings in the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops website, the USCCCB, um, you can, by date, find the daily Mass readings, of course, and the weekend readings. Um, it's typically without a feast day or memorial, it's one reading, and then the responsorial psalm and the gospel. But it's a great teaching tool to look at what they chose for the reading and then how they choose the responsorial psalms and then how the gospel plays into it. And what I like to do is go from the reading to the Bible and it gives you, it takes you into a deeper dive of understanding what is really, you know, Paul's talking about or any of them. And it brings out the richness in what we're learning, which is awesome. So check it out, find a verse, go back and see. Like I noticed here, Paul's both started at. 16 and went to 30, but the reading started at 18 and went to 30. Okay, thanks for listening to Catholicism is Cool with Mary. <laughs>